Yo fam, top of the morning, how we doing? Hey, listen, it's okay. You can be frustrated, you can be upset about a loss in London, especially if you spent the money on that plane ticket and the seats in that stadium, which was on fire. I don't know. Listen, you got every right to be upset. But let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Let's just kind of digest what's happened. Let's dig back into that team. Let's get this thing situated because you know what? Andy Apac, ARD, Eric and Chris from the Patriot Sports Radio Podcast came on. Man, we just dug deep, ripped that foundation out. We burnt the whole house down. Let you guys sort out the ashes because listen, we talked about everything. Offense, defense, special teams. We talked about QB1. We talked about our running backs. We talked about that defense, but most importantly, we talked about House of the Dragons. Make sure you're here for the end of the episode. Enjoy it. iTunes, Spotify, Google. And call your mother. Tell her you love her. All right, let's get into it. Langenecker. That's why I just went with at PSR host guy. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. And uh, what's going on? Is Chris, Chris down on the corner as well? No camera on, just showing a logo? What are you? He's got his Acme Packers gear on. We're both representing for the brand. There he is. Yeah. There he is. Hell yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Andy's Andy's coming on. Hey, guess uh, so. Eric from Acme Army got to see, but guess how many points Sean lost by in fantasy this week? <laughs> Ooh, is it less than a point? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Point four seven. I'm gonna go less. Oh, Ooh. it gets more painful as you Damn. go down. Is it point two three? <clears throat> Close. Point two two. Oh, that hurts. And, That's like a kneel guess, down. Or guess who my quarterback was? Oh no, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, who <laughs> on his last big run did not get tackled. I don't know if anyone saw that. <laughs> Lamar Jackson had those two more yards in him. What happened? He stepped on his own teammate's foot. <sighs> Stupid Lamar. Ouch! That was brutal. I lost because Lamar stepped on his teammate's foot in field goal range, so they had no reason to give him the ball anymore. Mm. Oh, mm. quarter of a point. Oh, man, you're like Lamar Jackson and his team. <laughs> They've trailed for like 14 seconds all season, and yet they can't win a game. <laughs> yep, yep, that's me. Brutal. Andy, how you doing, man? You know, doing all right. Can't complain. It was a little under the weather this whole uh, weekend, but we're here. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm noticing something different about your – it's not great to be great today? What's up, man? Oh, of course it's great. It's a great day to be uh, there, great. Of there course. it is. All right. All I just right. – uh, I don't want to bore you. you dial that enthusiasm up a little bit. We got two guys here that are two of my freaking faves for sure. This is Patriot Sports Radio. We got Chris and Eric on the show. Fellas, thanks for joining us. How are we doing? Excellent. Excellent. Been looking forward to this. I actually invited us on the show. I messaged you guys and said, when can we get on there again? But, you know, that's, it's the way, you know how hard it is to schedule these things, to oh schedule guests God. on a podcast? It's crazy. Like, you know, you oh. shoot out some things on Twitter, things happen, things happen in life, and then all of a sudden you're like. Months have gone by. Yeah, months have gone by, literally. Months. And then you, and then, months. And then you get to talk to somebody, and you're like, man, why don't we talk every freaking day? I mean, this is like, uh, it's a lot of fun. So There's so many the, great people. Yeah, that's the great thing about the podcast. But number one. You got so many great things going on over there at Patriot Sports Radio, man. You guys are blowing up. You got so many different shows going on now. Tell us what is happening in your world. Well, we got the golf shows in hibernation a little bit until golf comes back into swing. For now, we're doing a lot of football. We're doing Patriot Sports Radio as usual. 
And then in the mornings, Chris and I and our buddy Will from Game On is we're all doing a what do you call it? a super pod? A, it's called the super podcast. We're entered in a super contest where you pick five games against the spread and then the overall score at the end of the year. You can win what two hundred thousand dollars? Two hundred K. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Geez. Sounds like a nice number. So yeah, that's not, that's a that. it's at least it's an even number. Yeah. 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 It'll yeah. be hard. It'll be weird to split three ways, but we'll figure it out. I think <laughs> the tax man will help us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so then on Sunday ways. mornings, we do a live stream called Wake and Rake, where we go over injury reports and weather reports and fantasy questions and nice. wagers and whatever else. Nice. Whatever people want to talk about, because we get up at 6 a.m. on Sunday and there's football. We're too excited to sleep. So <laughs> there's got to be other people like us out there. Yes, there are. Well, great to have you with us. Uh, Chris, you're behind the uh, logo, man. How have you been? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I apologize. I can't get my camera to work. That's all well, right. Anyways, yeah, we're good. I could have used to win Sunday, but we'll come back from across the pond. to be all right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tough weekend all the way around. Um, Andy, we haven't uh, really you know, even seen much of each other on Twitter lately because it's been kind of quiet. I've been avoiding the the minefields of mm-hmm. man, Packer fans just going, losing their damn mind. Uh, how did you enjoy your early wake up on Sunday morning for this game? Yeah, first half I was in bed enjoying the game. Uh, I didn't want to get up and then I got up and apparently that's how they forgot to play offense. Uh, oh, I, there, I, it is. I, there it is. I caught some heat. Uh, yeah, it's all my fault, guys. Uh, you can blame me. I should have stayed in bed the whole game. Uh, I was I looking for someone heat. to blame because it's apparently yeah. no one's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I got some heat for pointing out that the team just doesn't look like a contender. And um, I think based on how they're playing through the first four or five weeks, I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. They'll get there and they'll lose to a uh, uh, San Francisco. They'll lose to uh, Eagles. They'll lose to, you know, one of these teams. Um, and that the silver lining there is that none of those teams look like juggernauts right now either. I mean, they look good, but yeah. I could easily see the level of talent we have on our team. I could easily see them turning it around and fixing it. Uh, but I did catch some heat from people about how well, that's what a what a fun way to watch football. And it's like, man, I'm thinking about the big picture here. I want a Super Bowl. I'm allowed to criticize the team when they when they don't play up to the standard that we've. Uh, we know they should be at, and uh, I predicted a 35 to 17 game. If you guys remember, it was oh, we well, sure remember, man, we 20 remember to 10 that. at halftime, and then they didn't score a single point after that. So, awesome you, stuff. I just wanted to remind you, I, I'm glad you were the one that brought it up because I've been thinking <laughs> hey, about yeah. it since the game ended on Sunday, where I said that motherfucker talked me out of being afraid of this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he was so well, you, confident, man. With and he was so points. confident. We talked before Andy even jumped on. We talked about it's going to be a, such a close game. These are very yeah. evenly matched teams. Like, they just same play style. Like, we'll see who's coaching better that day. And then Andy's like, 35-17, and we're both just like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, he's like, come on, they're a fraud. What are we talking I about mean, Look at the teams man. they've beat. They've beat nobody. Oh, God. My Did they beat the Bears? Like, what? I, I just don't get it. It was 20 to 10 at halftime. I expected us to score another 10 points. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, it was, it was also really, the, really bad second half. Also the bright side to the NFL as a whole is besides maybe like two or three teams, everyone looks like a toss up game. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Besides here. the, even the bills, I mean, the bills got beat by the dolphins and then the dolphins got the shit kicked out of them by the jets. <laughs> 
And I'm being told that that's because Tua is gone is the difference of why the why the Jets scored 40 and the Does Bills Tua scored 19. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I'm, say. Apparently. I'm not predicting a, a Packers blowout this week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pump the brakes right now. I'm going to pump the brakes for sure. <laughs> I think we really need to ask ourselves a question. And, you know, Eric, I'll pitch it to you here. I mean, are are we really that good of a team? I mean, because the preseason hype and what we talked about and what we felt, you know, kind of on, on skates last week, this week, I don't mm-hmm. know what the, what the answer is right now. What do you think? Yeah, I we had our quarterback come out last week and say, you know, what we're doing here is unsustainable. He's obviously got some uh, – second thoughts about about how good this team is and then you go out and lose to the new york football giants who are it's debatable how good of a three and one team that was that we were facing i think the first time we came on this show you asked how the i thought the year was going to go and i said i think we this might be one of the worst packer teams we've seen in a while but then i talked myself all the way out of that when romeo dobbs came <laughs> along and it's like never mind we're gonna be okay yeah but now I see, I see a team that's recognizable, but not what it once was. Um, we can't, when we sputtered out on that first drive and kicked the field goal, yeah. I said, it's a good thing we don't play the Eagles for a while because this team is not ready. If the Eagles came into Lambeau this Sunday, what's the score? 70. A lot. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be, it's it a wouldn't lot be, to uh, a little. fun to watch. I trust them to get it together because I've seen them do it before. I trust these young receivers. I think Dobbs is really a guy. Um, Watson, I I don't know. Mom said if I don't have anything nice to say, I shouldn't say anything at all. So he's on the team. <laughs> and maybe they maybe they figure it out. We'll see. Yeah. But the Vikings what? are do we have to worry about the Vikings? Are they good? Eh. I mean, I they mean, the barely beat the they beat the Bears them. by a touchdown. Yeah. They looked like crap for most of the game against Detroit. So they the division look, like, is there for us. Literally every team, like we're every team's playing the same football. Mm-hmm. Every team mm-hmm. is looking good for a half of football and looking like garbage for a half. Of You're football. not talking just the division. You're talking no, 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 the NFL. The NFL. Every team is the same football team. It's crazy. It's, besides, who's, who's the star? Besides the, star the Bills. Team? I mean, the, the Bills, Bills is the Chiefs, maybe, but they're getting beat right now. So <laughs> I don't know who the good teams are besides I, the Bills. But that, like, it doesn't like it's literally a toss up this year. Like, who's the number? It's the Eagles. The Eagles are the yep. number one team in football right now. It's all, just you can't argue it at this no. point. They're the only is undefeated a, team. Is this a result of the players having the leverage to move teams more often than they did before, shifting the power? That is certainly oh, that's an interesting way to look well, at no, it. No, that's a that's a really good question. I think it's what, also the fact. But I think that, the, I, I think the question is what players have shifted that you think have made that impact. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, Devontae. Devontae. I was yeah. just gonna say, I mean, number seventeen was easy. <laughs> I just saw yeah, he's I just saw him. He knocked us down at that level. Yeah. I mean he's AJ Brown's right been now. pretty good. Tyreek also to uh the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins. Is pretty big. But also how much of it is the fact that it feels like now thirty two NFL teams are coached by two different coaching trees. <laughs> yeah. Like, every crazy. coach is the same. You're right. Every coach is going to analytics and everyone's playing like basically the same football game. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a lot of hilarious. these post game pressers are. Well, I did what the math told me to do. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. be coach, lead the men. Yeah, yeah. Well, before yeah. we get into this game, I'm and let's talk about it. let's talk about the coaches. And Andy, what like 
I'm Everybody's been these... bagging on Joe Barry. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm sick of these boneheaded decisions, first of all, around the league that are that are supposedly driven by analytics. But like sometimes you just have to take things into account. I was listening to uh, Bill Simmons podcast and he was talking about this today. Um, he was talking about how certain situations you, you kind of have to look at the analytics and accept it, but you have to do what's right in the moment. Like um, if you're the Ravens going forward on that fourth down, uh, why not, why not kick the field goal? Cause you know, you have the best kicker in the NFL. Uh, he was making an example like that. So like, let's say you have Justin Tucker, you can afford to kick more field goals um, because your defense is playing so well. Or if you're in that, that horrible Denver uh, Chargers game. No one is going to oh score a my. touchdown. So why not go for it on fourth down if you're deep in enemy territory? Mm-hmm. So that if you miss, they're not going to go 80 yards and beat you. Uh, nobody's been doing anything all day. Like it's that kind of thing that I think you need to be coaching. You need to be a coach. Uh, now, now to our coaches, uh, Joe Barry, man, I, I don't know why we're playing off so much. I don't know what receiver on their team scared uh. him. <laughs> that that he wanted to play Justin 10 Jefferson. yards off coverage. <laughs> I mean, uh, like we're going to get killed by crossers all year if he doesn't. We have three really good press man coverage corners, Jair, this, Stokes, and That's the Razul. most frustrating part. And we're Isn't this off. the reason Petten got fired? This is what I'm saying. got fired because of this crap? Like, I just like, don't get it. We just, we just keep hiring. We keep hiring the same defensive coordinator, and then everyone keeps saying, like, oh, well, they just can't draft defensive players. No, we have so much talent on the defense. They're just not being used. Like, we're not running blitzes, even though we got these speedy blitzing linebackers. We're not running man coverage, even though we've got these speedy man coverage cornerbacks. Like, we, like, built a defense to run man coverage blitzes all day long, and we don't do any of it. Yep. The worst part is that our pass rush, yes, or yesterday, uh, it was yesterday. I don't even know what day it is. Sunday, <laughs> our pass rush was getting there super fast. Like, Daniel Jones got hit a bunch. The only yep. problem is there was always someone open because we were playing so far off that he could just throw it into a wide open guy. And then that guy would get six or seven yards. Like, I just don't, I don't understand the game plan. I don't understand why we did any of that. Uh, like I said, can anyone in this uh, in this Zoom meeting, make any sense of that defensive game plan? Because I'm struggling. It's beating us every single game. It's my, literally beating us every single game. My head just went like it just blew up. Really, I, I just don't understand why Jair Alexander is playing off that that far off a wide receiver. I don't understand why we're five games in. And Stokes is not the guy we thought he was, all right? He had a great rookie season. We thought he was going to be able to duplicate that. We thought the same thing about Devondre Campbell. Devondre Campbell isn't having the same year he had last year. We, I think our defensive line is playing well. The whole secondary, I just don't understand what they're doing, you know? I mean, the safeties don't look like safeties that we've had. Amos had, you know, one tackle, and they, they make the – the, the thing on the TV, hey, smash, they call him smash. Well, hey, that was his one tackle of the game that, you know, I mean, it was, he, we haven't seen much of him. We haven't seen Darnell Savage play well. I don't, I don't know what we were thinking we were getting from him, but he's not panning out as well as we thought he was. I just don't know what's – I don't know if that's coaching or if that's the players. I, I can't imagine all the talent just evaporated. Can you? Still waiting that's... for that next Nick Collins, and he's just not showing oh. up. 
Yeah. Man, he might never at this yeah. point. I thought so Darnell Savage was the never. guy. I really did. But I, here's my thing on Darnell man. Savage is, and I think someone on Twitter even pointed this out today, Darnell Savage was playing really well under Mike Patton. And then the and that was like the one thing Patton did right with the defense. And then um, as soon as Patton was gone, we took him out of that role. And like just completely changed the role that Darnell Savage was playing and less of a robber role and like hasn't been as good. So why would we not look back and be like, wait, when was Darnell Savage good? Oh, let's go back to that. Didn't they do that same thing with Morgan Burnett towards the end? I think so. He was in that NASCAR package and then they just mysteriously took him out of the, the front seven. Probably they do things like that all the time. <laughs> like Preston Smith is a really good edge rusher, so Mike Patton threw him into coverage. Yeah, he dropped back as well this week, too. I was like, what are we doing right now? What are we doing? I, I don't know if I'm on the bandwagon of, hey, let's get rid of Joe Barry. I don't uh, I don't think that kind of change just helped anybody. I don't trust them to hire uh, the next, uh, the right guy. Right, who's yeah. the next guy? Unless you're, go- unless you're talking about Jerry Gray. <laughs> Unless Jerry Gray is going to slide in from from where he is at, you know, as the assistant defensive coordinator where he is now. Yeah, that, that's the problem I see. Like, if you do get rid of Barry, like, who's going to come in and install something that's going to yeah. be better than what we have? So, unfortunately, we're stuck with it. He just needs to yeah. make adjustments. It's week it, six. You have a system mm-hmm. installed. It exactly. is what it is now. Yeah. Mike Patton has the perfect players to keep his job for a really long time. Just play them the way they're supposed to play. Yeah. You mean like you have the talent there. Oh, Joe Barry, sorry. Joe mm-hmm. Barry had, but he's got the talent there to keep his job for a very long time, yeah. and he's just not do it, utilizing it. Well, do you think they're using the defensive edges enough? I mean, are we having enough rush going on? Yeah. Sean Gary's a defensive player of the year candidate, so yes. there's that. Yeah, we're getting pressure. I mean, the, we were getting to the quarterback very consistently yesterday. The problem was there's always a guy open, and I don't I like just too it, easy if you're going to play zone. Yeah. Exactly. If you're going to play zone, at least press uh, press the receivers at the line so that your pass rush that only takes two and a half seconds to get there can get there. If you're just going to play off 10 yards, they're just going to throw it on you. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're making me angry. I, I, I was angry yesterday, man. <laughs> I didn't understand the game plan at all. And he never also, adjusted. Why? What if What if we just, like, see that in the secondary – things aren't working with Rasul Douglas and Eric Stokes with where they're at right now and just try flip-flopping them. Can we take Rasul Douglas out of the slot, please? Like I'm, I was for Rasul trying it, trying out the slot. It's not working. Can we switch it out and put him back on the outside where he was really good and try Stokes at the slot because Stokes Mm -hmm. isn't killing it right now. Yeah. seems like every time a pass is caught near Stokes, Stokes is at like three, four yards away. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if he, and if he's playing that far off too, though, I I will give I will give Stokes a little bit of a break because he's playing off and they're running yeah, crossers. And like he, even a guy with four two speed is going to struggle to catch up to a guy running across the field when you're in that one and a half off, second. You don't get a chance yeah. to chip him off the line. I just like it, you're not playing to the strengths of your players, and it makes no sense to me. I, I don't know what you're scared of against that Giants team. Um, if you're scared wedding- of Saquon, stop stop the run. You went into that game knowing that here's Daniel Jones hobbled, so he's not mobile. We have a solid pass rush that's going to get there. We see what this offensive line is. We know we can beat him. So what's he going to do? He's going to dump the ball off quickly. It's the only way he can not die. 
and we just don't guard that. It's indescribable. It makes absolutely no sense. And it's not like his receivers are just like showstoppers. Like we're no. just like, what are we doing? We're we're running the softest zone coverage ever against these guys. Yeah, credit Darius Slayton though. He he played his ass off. But is still, he, this isn't a murderer's row of wide receivers. No. <laughs> yeah. I can't even name their second guy right now. <laughs> Darius no. Slayton has been productive when he hasn't been injured. You know what I mean? He's been one of those sneaky guys on the Giants as a third, you know, number three receiver. But he, we made him an all-star, you know. We made him a number one. Listen, here's the thing <laughs> that just it, I'm just not going to be able to get over is that we held him pretty well outside of the long wildcat formation. 40 yard run that Saquon had. The thing that's just going to get me is we got scored on a double reverse and then we got scored with Saquon again in the Wildcat. Ugh, man. Just a, yeah. I'm giving him a little bit of a pass on the 40 yard run just because Saquon's going to Saquon. Yeah. And like he yeah. gets one of those every game. So like that's just, they just need to be better about recovering from that and not letting them get a touchdown. Yeah. I thought you he was chalk up 100 and a score for him going in. Yeah, <laughs> just accept he he's gonna have yeah. that. We gotta we gotta overcome that. But yeah. I mean, six carries for AJ Dillon. What? Oh my god! And only we... twelve for Aaron Jones, who's leading the NFL in yards per carry right now. Listen, the biggest stat that jumped out about Aaron Jones is that last three games, eight receptions, thirty-three yards. That guy can what? go off for a hundred receiving yards in any game if given the right opportunity. And Aaron Jones is good for those breakout runs too. We're just not giving him the ball mm-hmm. enough to get one. Mm-hmm. Who's that fall on though? Does that fall on Matt Lafleur? Does that fall on uh, Aaron Rodgers checking out of those plays? I, I have to wonder because he was zero for six on deep balls over there in London. Mm-hmm. And boy, you know, what do you guys think about Aaron Jones' comments? You know, if we need two yards, I'd put my money on AJ Dillon and I getting that in two tries. I'd put my money on that. I would. I have. I, you know, I, I've been upset before by this. <laughs> They're so such talented guys between that and what Jair said and Aaron's response to Jair saying, well, if we get, if we lose next week, then I'll panic. And Rogers saying, well, I don't like that kind of language in the locker room. Yeah. Do we have problems there in the locker room? We are brewing with some problems right now that like there needs to be, you know, a little powwow together with the old, you know, players only get together talk it out and see, you know, who's the one really steering the ship here, you know, because there is some obvious negativity. I think it's a little overblown on that statement for him to say, hey, after next week. But I also get what Aaron's saying. I listened to his whole, you know, post game as well. I just thought he had a lot of accountability, number one, on his part, which was good to see. He had number two said those plays, you know, he he liked all the plays that were in and saying that, well, two out of those three plays could have gone for first downs if they were executed correctly. My my rebuttal to that in my head is you can always execute and handoff. <laughs> yes. Especially Aaron Rodgers. He's very good at it. He's good at real ones, fake ones, all he kinds never, of handoffs. He never he he rarely, rarely ever has a bad handoff. It's four point eight yards and per that, carry how, to Jones. What play? What like let me tell you. Both of those plays are obvious. Like you tapped your right shoulder like 47 times so the defense could see where you were throwing it. Um, And then, and then, and then within one second, threw it there. So that's the play. That's that right there is the play. 
how could you have executed that correctly to, to get a touchdown? Because a 400 pound man was three inches from your face with his whole body. You were never, like there's a 0% time. Yeah. It's almost like he, he saw somehow that you were going to throw the ball to the right. I don't know how he figured it out so quickly, but he knew you were throwing the ball to the right. Mm-hmm. It couldn't have been the big old taps on the shoulder <laughs> executed correctly. Come on. Like, like I was saying, Aaron Jones had 4.8 yards of carry. A.J. Dillon had 5.7. They didn't have a single run play that didn't go for at least two yards. So we had third and two and fourth and two, and we didn't run it. It just doesn't make any sense. And like, LaFleur, uh, he coached down in Tennessee. He coached Derrick Henry. Derrick he Henry, understands yeah. a back like A.J. <laughs> Dillon. You need to work them down yeah. with a guy like that. Six you got to you got to give him 12, 15 in the first half and come back and give him eight, nine, 10 in the second half. Yeah. You can't give him six carries. How are we not a 50% run team? Doesn't make any sense. And it's like um, people will say like, oh, if the box is stacked, you're just running against eight. It's like, make them beat you though, before you just give up, Uh, like run the goddamn ball, make them stop you before you stop yourself. You're basically telling yourself, no, we can't do it. We have to be one dimensional. Stop being scared of the fucking numbers. boys. That's what I'm saying. Fucking Quadzilla and Aaron Jones. Get (laughs) out of here. Did we see Josh Myers? What he did to that poor linebacker on that on that fourth and two? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, sent him the seven end yards down there. Yeah, like come on, man, they can get you two yards on the ground, please. We have a good oh. offensive line. This is it's ridiculous. That was that was Marshawn Lynch type. Yep. Shit. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is more accountable for that switching out of the run plays than it than it, it falls back on Lafleur. You know, I mean, he's constantly switching out of them to to get the pass. Where can 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 yeah every 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 plays a can mm-hmm. wasn't that the last draw in the divorce with the uh, the last coach yeah yeah what was the stat <laughs> they showed too uh, towards the end of the fourth quarter where Rogers on passes that were like less than eight yards um he had like a seventy five percent completion percentage like a hundred and twenty. QBR and then on passes for more than 10 yards, he had like a 38% completion percentage <laughs> and like a 25 QBR. It's like, dude, <laughs> like at what point do you realize that you don't have Devontae Adams on the field and that is no longer your football team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you need to the remember first when... half you threw one deep ball the whole fucking half and you were up by <laughs> 10 points. Mm-hmm. So switch Sounds it like all it up. Working. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we remember what Devante was like as a young receiver. He was dropping every third down. I used to call him Devante pass intended for Adams. <laughs> and then he became the best wide receiver in the league. So Dobbs probably going to be the best wide receiver in the league, but not until 2024. Exactly. So we got to just be patient. I think he'll be a year early, actually. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. That's it. Stop. Yeah, more Randall Cobb. Yeah. Oh, that's been on fire this year. He's one of my good points. Until they test us. Have, they, have we already done our test? Our test testing. Have yeah. we got through the P? Yeah. PEDs because we don't want him to start testing. He's gonna get a call from the office this week. I'm sorry. How old are you? And you had 100. Yeah. 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 Why Hold is on. your speed increase so much? 
question. Why are you down to 5% body fat? Why are you over at Ryan Bronson? All the Twitter haters, man, can eat a fat one right now because, you know, all Randall Cobb has done. I mean, there's been so many people out there. You all know him. You all seen him. You've heard him (laughs) bashing the whole signing of Randall Cobb, how ridiculous it is. Has he dropped a pass yet? All he does is produce. All he's done is produce. Now he's been injured a little bit, but, I mean, when he's on the field, the guy's money. I don't know. And he had some catches. Big catches. Yesterday. Like like good adjustment catches Keep that he the made when he was 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Third and Cobb. Getting it done. <laughs> third and Cobb. Third and Cobb. I love it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm third down. Aaron Rodgers ever looks at anyone not named Randall Cobb or Robert Tunyon. There's literally no reason to. I would get Tanya more involved too if I were they. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You I could feel- run the fucking football. Yeah. <laughs> or you could still run maybe. the fucking football. I've got a. Maybe. I've got two things for you guys. Um, one, uh, I wanted to touch on this because you mentioned a players only meeting. I saw this tweet from John Kuhn. He said uh, Packers post game comments Packers. were very interesting. My prediction: player only meeting downplayed his regular meeting. Blowout win versus Jets net next week. So let's hope that's true. And then okay. my second thing is, what is the point of Amari Rogers, and can we trade him with some picks for DJ Moore? <laughs> is, dude, I don't think that. I think that we can't trade Amari Rogers for jack shit. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a team down. in the NFL that wants Amari Rogers on their football field. What does he do for us, man? He couldn't make my one-year-old nephew miss a tackle. <laughs> Even that flip was half-hearted. Rogers was like, "Ah, oh, fucking, I guess. Here you go." Yeah. <laughs> Him and Lover. He's gonna get tackled scissors. immediately. Oh man! Like I, I've given up on Amari Rogers at this point. I just don't know what he does for us besides fumble punts. Uh, and I've had enough of watching him do it. So please get yeah. him off the team. He's yeah. really good at getting three yards. Amazing stuff. He plays happy feet, and then he runs Amazing for. Stuff. Two two yards and falls. But to but besides having a defensive player of the year candidate right now, do we also have a special teams candidate of the year right yeah. now? Because Pat O'Donnell does nothing but put footballs inside the ten yard line. He's so it's good. amazing. What do they say? Twelve out of fifteen inside the twenty this season so far. He's Rich Passaccia, so one night. of the best off season pickups yeah, in yeah. years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's the off season win for sure. Well, he's made those players that he's brought on, you know. Yeah. What was his name? Keyshawn? Keyshawn Nixon. Yeah, Nixon. Um, those guys have produced every time they've been out there. Keyshawn mm-hmm. Nixon. Rogers has been calling them out. Oh, yeah? Praising them. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. Ford, I see, is out. Like, he's Ford down is- there all the time. Like, he's like the best, not a gunner, so flyer. No. Dude, he's so flyer. He's, he's a so flyer. Fast. <laughs> it's crazy how fast he gets down there. Yeah. I, I love him. Faster he- than a gunner. They're not gunners anymore, though. They're flyers now. Flyers. Yeah. And I can see why LaFleur said that, because they fucking fly. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I think I even tweeted about it in this one, because the one where all of a sudden the guy caught it, and then Ford's just right there. He's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's just circle back. I just want to wrap up the whole, like, commentary on the defense, because, like, I'm not sold on the defense right now. I bought, brought, I bought into every speck of hype that could be thrown out about that defense. I love the Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt pick uh, draft picks. Haven't seen a whole lot of progression from, you know, number seven, but we really just haven't seen much of Wyatt at all. 
And uh, that's where I'm thankful about TJ Slayton because I really like what he's doing on the interior. The guy looks completely transformed from last year, man. I mean, he is just jacked right now. And uh, I feel good about our defensive line and the, and, and the pressure that we're producing with these guys. I, the secondary is the biggest concern. It's brutal. Um, that's got to get fixed, and I, and I don't know how that happens. So I'm not in overreact mode. I'm, I'm in kind of like, boy, we got to do something. But the whole offensive side, so much stuff has to happen there uh, in this, you know, they, they got to come to this Jesus of what, what, what are we strong with, you know? What, what is our most powerful asset to the team? And it has to be the running game right now because Aaron Rodgers is not that good this year. We have to just look in the mirror and say Aaron Rodgers is not the MVP, you know, two-time that we think we were getting. He has not made good throws. He has, you know, that body language is starting to come back right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the it's the side of him that I just I, I don't like to see that that coming out right now and having any more frustration. So I, so I think we got to dial it back and get to the run. Here's what I want to end the offensive side conversation on. The Bakhtiari-Yash interchangeability right now that's going on, is it working for you? Is it working for the Packers? Hit me, Eric. It's not noticeably terrible, so I'm happy. You know, you try to re- you can't replace a guy like, well, I mean, I think you can't replace a guy like Bakhtiari. I have trouble remembering what peak Bakhtiari looks like. He came back, his first game back, he absolutely dominated the man in front of him. But I mean, Rogers is upright. His jersey is clean. Most of what I see about Yash on Twitter is always why is he in the game, but it's it's never uh, it's never outright complaints. So I feel like we're protecting okay, considering it feels like always our star linemen are are plagued by injuries. Balaga, Bakhtiari, all these all these guys. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, you, Andy? Do you think we have the top five guys out there, or does Elton Jenkins? Um, are we gonna be honest about him at some point in our lives and stop hey. anointing him the next great <laughs> offensive lineman for the Green Bay Packers? Good offensive lineman, not doing a whole lot this year. A lot of holding. Not not what uh, I think. Holding calls will kill you. Mm, yeah. Brutal. So I don't know if we have the best five, but I don't know if it's um, I don't know if it's Elton Jenkins' fault. Uh, I think Royce Newman is the biggest liability on the line right now. Uh, I don't know who they would have to play besides him. Uh, here's what I would. Here's what I would do. I mean, you can call me crazy or whatever. I'd have Bach play a full game. Finally, I'd have John Runyon Jr. and Josh Myers. That's all great. I'd move. Uh, I'd move Elton Jenkins to right guard, and I'd put Yash at right tackle. And that's what I think is the best starting five right now. Depends on what they want to do with Yash. They might trade him. Who knows? Um, but that's what I would think is the best five. Because yeah. Jenkins is not really working out too well as a tackle. Um, he may play into it. I mean, he's coming off an injury and he's playing a basically a new position for him. So it might take some time. But I think right now, if you want the best five, that's, that's the line I'd give you. What do you think, Sean? I miss Billy Turner. but i still like i like we i don't think we can expect david bakhtiari to just come back to full games right now and like obviously we're seeing that because they're not ready to let him play full games yet um i think that once he does i would like to see i think that 
Yash on the right side is better for us as a team than Yash on the left side. So really at that point, I think I agree with Andy and moving Elton back to right guard, a position he's played more before and put Yash at right tackle. And all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom. Yeah. You're winning football games again because it all starts there. And, but they're not doing terrible. Like, I mean, I just, it could be so much. I see other teams in the NFL and our offensive line could be so much worse. Mm-hmm. Oh man! <laughs> like Even we the sub on the line, the run yeah. game is producing. So that's a yeah. silver lining. The yeah. run game's producing. The quick passing game's producing. Um, we just need to go back. We got to stop thinking we're a deep ball team. We're not a deep ball, big play team anymore. We're a grind you down, mm-hmm. take. 10 minutes to score a touchdown or even just a field goal type of team. And we need to start playing into that more than just one half of football. Yeah. Embrace the fact that you're a team that plays outside in the cold and play like that. I have more faith. They can fix the defense than the offense because of everything you said about, about the offense and the defense has the talent. I think it's just a matter of figuring out where to play these guys in the secondary and how to coach them up. We've seen them all perform. They're good enough. They just need, to be in the right kind of alignment or whatever you want to say, that's a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. I think flipping, you know, flipping Stokes out of the slot now, you know, elsewhere, it's kind of like a pitching rotation. You move a guy around and all of a sudden everybody's pitching better. Yeah. It's just, it's mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah. It's high science. I feel like we just need a couple big defensive plays to really just get them all flying again, but it all starts with, running the correct defense and not having big giant holes for crossers to just beat you all game long. And then while crossers are beating you all game long, don't do anything to stop it. Um, I was also going to say, because you talked about the defense alignment earlier, and I want to try to sneak in like little bits of positivity here and there. (laughs) Do you think that the high volume of TJ Slayton and low volume Devonte Wyatt is more because TJ Slayton is playing fantastic right now, or is it more Devonte Wyatt's not ready or a little bit of a combo I think, platter? I think um, it takes a long time for defensive linemen uh, specifically to be ready to play in the NFL. There's just a lot that they have to learn. Uh, somebody said it was one of the hardest positions I don't remember. It was some talking head said it was one of the hardest positions to learn in the NFL besides obviously quarterback. Um, So it'll take him some time, but the few snaps he gets, he's looked promising. I mean, he had that nasty move um, last week, two weeks ago uh, where he was, he was about to sack Tom Brady and uh, he just missed him. So um, because Tom got it out in about a half second, because we were probably playing off coverage anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, it's going to take him a while. I I'm still high on him. Uh, he's not going to produce very much this year. Just like, don't expect that it, he's a rookie defensive lineman that they, they don't usually do anything, but the flashes that we've seen are exactly why he was drafted. So I'm excited about the upside there. And it doesn't hurt to get, have a year of progression time with Avante Wyatt when you've got mm-hmm. TJ Slayton playing the way that TJ Slayton's playing. Exactly. Um, I just think all the way around, we're just not as good of a team as we should be, could be, hope, hope to be. But I think it just starts with Aaron Rodgers for me right now. And I've never been that guy to just look at Aaron Rodgers. But, I, you know, he goes three for ten the first half or his first ten passes, you know, last game. This game, you know, 
I don't know what his streak was, but it wasn't great. And uh, it just feels like he's forcing some things. I don't know. What I wouldn't give to see A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones <laughs> replicating like the old Edgar Bennett, you know, Dorsey Levins. Give me some screen passes from these guys. You know, yeah. A.J. Dillon catches the ball really well. He does. And, and him on the outside on that swing, he's unstoppable for five yards. You know what I mean? Like the, mm -hmm. the first guy's not taking him down when his wheels are moving like that. Let well, the team in receptions week one. We're coming into week six, right? Uh, yeah. Are we ready to jump on Blue of Earth yet? I mean, is she? Are we out? Like, <laughs> she's got to go. Are we calling Danica? Can Get we Google it? Is Danica, is she? Is she available? <laughs> I mean, where are we going? I, we can't just. It's it is Aaron Rodgers, and that's what's changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Witchcraft. It is. How come? Witchcraft. Let's get the Giselle. Giselle. Just it's. She seemed to work for Tom Brady. Now she's gone. Now Tom Brady looks like he's lost seventy pounds and the fucking. He's a stick of himself. Let's bring Skeletor. her over to Green Bay. Yeah, Skeletor Brady. That's right. Skeletor Brady. Yeah, he Sean, can awesome. you pick her up at the Green Bay Airport? Yeah, you probably. Take, take Giselle out. Let's get her. Probably. I could, I could yeah. warm her up for, for Aaron. I, I have no problem with that. You know Perfect. What's, you know what's interesting? Um, I just pulled up a... I just did this on Excel really quick. Last year versus this year offense through five weeks. Uh, so last year, <laughs> last year, 104 first downs. This year, 107. Last year, 100 or 1,738 total yards. This year, 1,811 total yards. Wow. Uh, so we're actually, we actually have more total yards Um this year at the same point than we did last year. So last year we were also seemingly struggling. In um, fairness, think, it did feel like that. It did mm -hmm. feel like we were getting away with wins at the beginning of last season. Absolutely. Exactly. I so never felt it wasn't as, really. It just, it, it just wasn't as dire because we were winning the football games. Exactly. So, so the, the, all that to say, our offense isn't actually in the worst shape right now. We're, we're still producing. We just need to be consistent um because man it just doesn't like even our defense has improved from last year we have I, I know they played terribly this this time but uh we have what uh 12 less first downs this year than last year we have 100 less yards um which is two 300 less passing yards like ah oh, man i just it's like the team is is right there to be as good as last year the only problem is they're just not getting it done and mm -hmm. and they need to get it done more consistently uh well let's get out, let's get off this uh sour note here man. one more positive thing then about the green bay packers <laughs> um i don't know if we talked about him and his defensive player of the year candidacy yet but or uh rashawn man, gary i can't even say words anymore i'm so upset about the game still <laughs> rashawn gary thank you eric yeah. rashawn gary is number three i believe in the he's two or three in pass two block one. win like win rate against pass block. Oh, but, I thought you were talking about odds to be defensive player of the year. I think he's oh, right now he's number two, up. yeah, in yeah, yeah. Vegas, at least the sports book I use. Um, <laughs> but the uh, he is number two or three in win versus pass block in the NFL amongst edge rushers and linebackers. He is also top 10 in win rate versus run block hmm. i know i keep bringing it up oh, every man. week but the fact that he has upped his run 
defense. I he's he's top five um, defensive player in the NFL. I'm yeah. so mad that Rashawn had a sack taken away from him because of a stupid penalty. Ugh. Um yeah. and not just Thanks, because Mr. I stand Wolf. to win money if he wins defensive player of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened on that drive too? How many scoring drives did the New York Giants have where we had a momentum play taken away by a penalty, Mm -hmm. most of them by the same guy? Rasul's Rasul's penalties were were not – that's not something that you expect out of him, number one, but that's not an excuse for where he's playing. If he's playing in the slot or if he's playing freaking safety, you know what I mean? Like those, yeah, you can't those, do that. Those ones were – They were stupid penalties. They were, well, the one, the tackle, like, what are you even doing, dude? Just stop. Like, the, like guys got to hear the whistle blow and, like, no. Like, all right, I don't got to go overboard. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just have to be smarter than that, and you are smarter than that. Last year, you, last year you probably only had like two or three penalties all season. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, frustrating. Uh, he was pissing me <laughs> off yesterday. Okay, back out of the negative thing. You were yeah, all right. Positive stuff. Yeah, positive stuff. I want to get uh, your thoughts, Eric, on the whole what you thought about the Green Bay Packers. Just if we just took off the second half, just you know, Green Bay Packers, the whole build up to London in London. And just the first half. I mean, what were your thoughts on the London experience? Well, I went into it expecting to hate it. I was always happy mm-hmm. that the Packers were sticking their feet in the ground and refusing to go to London. Thought that's for expansion teams. We're better than that. And then they caved and did it. I thought, okay, I'll embrace it a little bit. But then when I woke up on Sunday morning and there was NFL football, my team <laughs> at 8.30 a.m., and, and then I looked at the clock after a few hours and I realized that I still had like nine more hours of football. <laughs> I was thrilled. Yeah. I'm very pro London. And yeah. the first half, I was a little frustrated already that they weren't sticking with what works. Like if you just got to grind a team to dust to beat them, then that's what you got to do that day. Yeah. You don't get any style points. I'm sorry, but it still counts as a win. What what we felt through the TV and everybody, you know, that I bounced on Twitter, like what the, what is it like there in the stadium and other people saying, ah, it's, you know, manufactured noise and designed to the building and all that stuff. And uh, the Acme Packers podcast architect uh, <laughs> had even mentioned uh, some design things in there. But I just felt like it was such an incredible amount of noise but just the fans in green from green bay that were there for i mean from all over the world it was just it was bonkers it just felt like that first half was all it felt like a freaking home game yeah it was amazing i wish our crowd was half as loud as oh. what was coming through the tv yeah bonkers. i'm sick those of guys our- are really cool fans over there really yeah. cool fans also did anyone drink- see did anyone see Corey banky's tweet about the like the situation over in london like about it not feeling like a home game i wanted like a explanation about that because from my account on tv it felt like a home game from the start and he said tweeted something about like oh it's just disrespect it's just not doesn't feel like a home game and i was just like is this just you complaining more about things because you do that all the time (laughs) what is this and how many times is our head coach going to have to tell the fans, hey, guys, you have to be loud on third oh down? Oh, my God. Like, or do just people... shut up when we're on offense. Who is buying these tickets? Yeah. 
I, I can't imagine. I made my section stand up when, when I went to Lambeau. Every, anytime there was a third down, I was like, oh, let's get up, get loud. It's like you're not there to to sit on the couch. I'm there to yell and be a, an asset for the defense. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. you can change the game by making them get a false start or a delay. 100%. Game. Like, if man. If your voice is normal the next day, you didn't do your job. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sick of the camera panning to the crowd on, on TV. And there's people just happily sitting, not not making any noise. Maybe someone's clapping. It's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> it is You're third in a football and 12. game. This isn't church. Like, what? oh, man. I feel like part of it is, and I hate to say this, but with how historic Lambo has become and like how hard mm-hmm. it is to get tickets and it's always sold out and just like the whole aura of Lambo Field has turned it almost into like a tourist attraction for a lot of people. Ah. It's like a, it's like a, I gotta go to a game at Lambeau, but they're not like the diehard fans yeah. that are. It's like, like bucket list stuff. Yeah, a little bit of a Super Bowl stuff. vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, I paid for stuff. these tickets. I want to see. Sit down. You know yeah. those kind yeah. of people. And there. and and Mama and Papa are there, <laughs> so they like don't curse near me now. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> You spilled my hot chocolate. I need more. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Listen, someone I, said that someone said the lack of noise is due to no cup holders because you can't put your drink down. <laughs> so, well, that's an interesting theory. Maybe they should invest. It is an interesting theory. I just thought that from a, a, the perspective of watching this game in London, feeling like a home game for the first half, I was blown away. And then as the game tightened up, you know, that third quarter was brutal for us. And that fourth, I mean, the drives that the Giants had on us were long and tedious and grueling. And that's where I'm going, what are we expecting out of this defense? You know, are all of the comments I just made about the secondary just all for naught because they were out there for so long? I mean, three and outs, not not a good look for our offense, you know, and leaving yeah. the defense out to hang against a running team. What do you think, Eric? I, I think the offense needs to do their part to help the defense. You can't get watch your defense give up this long, you know, what feels like a 10 minute drive and then go out there and go three and out and put those boys right back out on the field. When they play the jets, you need to pound the run, eat the clock, let these guys rest. And when they get out there, they're going to get to Zach Wilson and they're going to make him, you know, force a couple mistakes there. And you can really beat the jets pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And I think hopefully John Coon's right. That's what they come out and do. If they don't do that, I'm going to be, you know, I'm more concerned than Jair. If they don't win, by a significant margin, I would be a little concerned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Jets. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I just didn't know how many New York Giants fans were in London until the, the momentum shifted. And then all of a sudden the noise came out from the Giants fans that had been hiding or, or, or cloaked from the uh, noise of the Packer fans. And all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, there's a lot more Giants fans in London than I had anticipated as well. Did anybody else think that? Yeah, I mean, was it, I that was the manufactured it. sound, probably. <laughs> yeah. I listened to the UK Packers podcast, so I uh, I think they mentioned that. Um, shout outs to them. I think they mentioned that uh, there were a lot of Giants fans over there. So I was I was expecting I was actually expecting more Giants fans than what I saw because um, the Packers fans really showed out and were loud. Um, but again, you can't keep being loud if your offense is going three and out on three bomb plays that are nowhere near a player. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sick of it. Like, why are you not running the ball, man? We have AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones run the ball at least once, maybe both like, in their prime. 
Like you I got both these yeah. guys right in that window where they're at their best. This does not happen. I'm sorry, I just can't believe six carries. I wonder, like, I, I'm just waiting for the, like, comment from the coaching staff that talks about predictability, and it's like, no one gives a shit if you're predictable if it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. The, the 49ers were predictable against us in the Yeah, they still game. beat us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were running I mean, it almost every time. Like, what? You know somebody has dragons. You're like, well, the dragons are going to kill us all. You can't do anything about it. You know it's coming. No, That's no. what A.J. Dillon is. Yeah, AJ Dillon is that big dragon. Yeah. And you need to just hop on there. Yeah. You can't get discouraged after two, you know, two and three yard runs. You have to keep grinding. You got to stay with them because it's going to pop and it's going to pop huge. I I mentioned earlier just how it looks, how Aaron Jones, when he runs between the tackles, he seems to just bounce off and glide off tackles real easily. Dillon does not. His impact into the other defender. That impacts you when you're having those collisions, and not just the one collision, but it runs into a couple linemen that are being blocked and everything else. Like it's just a bigger ordeal with him, and uh, and I think that just can't be overlooked at all. You know? That's yeah. the Derrick Henry effect. That's the what uh, Eric was saying earlier. You got to pound the rock with this guy. You can't run him six times a game. You need to give him the rock and let him beat that defense down. Then the fourth quarter, when it's fourth and two, it's a no fucking brainer. Yeah, he's gonna just run it in. That defense is done with the wrecking ball, Quadzilla. They've but you already... can't. They they the game plan. Andy nails it. It's it doesn't make sense. You want to try and tackle that guy for the 17th time today? Right. No. In the fourth quarter when they just yeah. drove it down your throat? Yeah, you've now, now you're on the two? You've now run four and a half miles, and this guy's coming at you fucking again. <laughs> again. I'm going to pull a hammy. You know, you and just grab the back you, of your leg and fall down. Even if you stop him on third down, it's like then you, their normal adrenaline comes down because – but he's coming again on fourth. That I just didn't understand the two passes. Sir. It didn't make Play action sense. works great when you're doing that too. Mm-hmm. Fourth take, quarter after take, AJ Dillon's been running all day, you're gonna see half the defense wave to the sideline. <laughs> yes, nah, they're tapping no. their helmet. No. They're tapping the top. Coach, keep my check this week. That's all right. Just let me get some water. Just let me get some water, man. <laughs> oh man, I let me get one of them massages. Oh, oh. <laughs> like I can't do this no more. I can't do it. Uh, AJ Dillon too. Like he, he's like a volume shooter. You have to give him. Yes. You have to give him the carries. You it's can't just. Yeah, exactly. The more you give him, the better he's going to get throughout the game. And it, it's just mind numbing that they only gave him six carries when he, the first series he was running out of his mind. He was he's getting nine yards a carry. Like please feed that guy. He's going to break one of those eventually because he's also fast. Let's not forget. Uh, and even if he doesn't break him, you think that safety is going to want to come up again? Like you guys said in the fourth quarter. It's like, the I mean, same thing. Come on. It's the same thing we've been talking about forever. And it's just it's always we're. We are not a stat show. We're not, you know, we're we're not going to sit here and recite what what he's done. We're just going straight off, you know. This is this is straight housewives of Orange County, you know, just bitching mm-hmm. and moaning right now about this. But the truth of the matter is, these guys are not getting any kind of receptions as running backs that have proven to be hugely effective. Falls on Aaron Aaron Rodgers, not getting the handoffs and not getting the carries from the backfield. I'm telling you. Call me stupid. Again, I don't know the stats. I don't claim to be any hot shot like the listen to the other podcast for that. But listen, when I hear can, 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 can on every play, at some point you got to start thinking, why is every play a pass right now? 
Why why is Can turning into a pass all the time, uh, and we're not running the ball? You know, and that falls on Aaron Rodgers. And at this point, five games into the season, I'm turning into dude, two time MVP. I don't know what the distractions are with you historically. You know, I, I don't want. I, I'm never going to say a bad word about ayahuasca, but shit, <laughs> man, you got to start playing a little better. And the whole things you're you're trying to put it on your shoulders, fucking, it's not. And if we gotta call Danica back and grovel, that's just what we gotta do. <laughs> Listen, if we could dial the clock back and she'll accept some roses and a couple bottles of wine and an ayahuasca ride somewhere down on the horses <laughs> in the mountains, yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought his ego died in that jungle. That looked like an <laughs> ego game. It did. It did look like an ego game. That's a great point. I'm we, sorry. I'm yeah, we're yours. playing like we're some sort of air raid offense where he just wants to pass all day. But instead, we should be like I described it last year. We should be a boa constrictor offense. We're just going to squeeze mm-hmm. the life out of you all game. Our defense is going to be rested whenever they do come out. You're going to have bad field position because Pat O'Donnell's going to get uh, is going to pin you deep. And then we are going to run for 150 yards a game because we're going to yes. give Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon 15 carries. Yes. And they're just going to squeeze the life out of you until the fourth quarter comes and you you didn't even realize you're down 14 and you have no hope because all you can do is pass. Oh, and guess what? We have Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith who are fresh and are going to destroy you. It doesn't make any sense the way we're playing. We should be a run first team. And I just wish I could get a meeting with LaFleur to be like, hey, what's going on here, guy? <laughs> That I've always thought of him years. as a run coach. That's what yeah. I thought too. Well, that's the whole he, system. I mean, he made Marcus Mariota look like a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. So, Oof. like, I thought that's kind of the where's Marcus Mariota done since Lafleur left? Damn thing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> but that 15 carries is a is a fun number because I was going to say when Eric said we're not a stat show here, we can be a stat show every once in a while. <laughs> and here's why we need that 15 carries from Aaron Jones <laughs> because the Green Bay Packers have got have played three games out of their first five where Aaron Jones has touched the ball a total of 15 times or less. They are one and two in those football games. Yes. And then, not and then when you're him. not giving him the ball of football or when you're give not giving the football to Aaron Jones, give it to AJ Dillon. Mm-hmm. And then like you'll have a third and long every once in a while throw it to Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. If you legit just feed Dylan the ball in the first half, you you're gonna be so surprised at what a day Jones is gonna have in the second. Look, I it, need I need more than just a half out of Aaron Jones for fantasy reasons though. So like we can't just give <laughs> the ball to AJ the whole well, first we need half. It for Dylan, so let's yeah. just split it. We have AJ Dillon on our fantasy team on the trenches and we refuse to trade him despite the six <laughs> yeah. carries because we're just like, no, Principles. when the snow flies, he's yeah. going to be a top 10 guy. Right. But we Andy, need, we, we should need have AJ Dillon, right? Because he, yeah. he should be running the football. A hundred percent. Well, he should be, be the, the touchdown guy is what he should be. He should be, you should be doing nothing but yes. giving him the football when you're inside of the 10 yard line. Can you imagine AJ Dillon? Running a double reverse, just like the Giants pull. Holy hell, that'd be. And fun. he's, you know, like we've touched on a couple times. He's remarkably agile and fast. He can mm-hmm. catch the football. He can make moves with the football after he catches it. I mean, there's no reason to to keep this thing in the garage. He gets yards up the gut. You you could do a little double reverse a option. He's nine yards on the a gap. Mm-hmm. Do a little yeah, double a reverse half. Do a double reverse option where you, the first handoff or the first ball goes to Christian Watson and he's do zero to 60 in 1.3 seconds. And then he gets to make the decision. I'm like, can I score here? Nah. All right, Dylan, you got it. 
Yeah. And imagine you're being pounded up the middle uh, with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon all game. And, Oh, Hey, there's a, there's a Christian Watson running across the field. Now who gets a, who gets a jet sweep this time. He's going to be gone off the edge. Like your linebackers have to commit to the middle. I just don't get it. I don't get why we're not running the ball guys. We just made Christian Watson relevant. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Christian Watson needs a few hamstring uh, massages before he can become relevant. It's soft tissue is going to hamstrings are so annoying. Super annoying injury. Every time it's just hamstring. It's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, the next game's against the Jets. Feeling pretty good about that one, regardless of what anybody else says. I know that Brees Hall is a monster, and guess what they're doing with Brees Hall? They're throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a, a beast and going to be a hell of a load for us. And then the game against Washington, you know, looks like a tune-up game no longer. You know, all these games look like yeah. we got to have our shit together. Um, what are some of the biggest things, just real quick, go around the table? What you guys, uh, what what's your pet peeve that you're seeing right now? What needs to improve? Uh, I'm gonna say a lack of adjustment to what the uh, what the other mm. team is doing. Mm. And I don't mean you got to change your whole game plan, but if you're getting beat by something, maybe try and stop it. Uh, maybe try and do something about it. Uh, is your is your deep passes not working? Stop throwing them. Do something else. Run the ball. Um, is your, are we getting beat on bootlegs where the, where the Daniel Jones is running outside, try and stop that, do something to stop that. Let's not just keep playing our defense. Cause it's our defense. Um, so lack of adjustments is what's killing me because the, the other team seems to adjust, uh, after the first half. And then we don't do anything. We end up being terrible on defense, terrible on offense for an entire half. And that's how you lose games to teams like the giants. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I think it's it's a matter of of refusing to embrace their identity is what's pissing me off. Aaron is playing like Devontae is still here, and he's trying to get the same results that he got with an all-pro, and it's just not time for that yet. But we have capable guys back here who can get you five yards of carry, open up you know, the, the play-action game. It's play to your strengths. It's, it seems so obvious to me, the guy on the couch play to your strengths. Yeah. That's a great one. What do you think, Sean? Soft zone coverage. You wipe it out of your fucking playbook, Joe Barry for one entire football game and see what happens. You have Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas and Eric Stokes on your football field in your linebacker core. You've got Quay Walker and Devondre Campbell with sneaky good speed. You have a D line that can get you pressure within two and a half seconds. So force that quarterback to hold on to the goddamn football for more than two and a half seconds. So I don't have to watch Rashawn Gary right in a guy's face, but he gets to throw to two different wide open crossers. Like it's just so frustrating because we're watching one of the best defensive lines we've ever had in green Bay. And it's just being squandered away by letting them have 10 yards of space before anyone's even near them. Those should all be sacks. Mm-hmm. All of them. There should be so many sacks on our football team right now. Yeah. We had them at first and 19 and gave up about 10 yards. Why? Mm-hmm. Because we're playing off. Yep. Then that, that third down and, and long, I'm like, okay, we can still stop them. We gave up a third and long. Why? Because we were playing off. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense, man. Yeah. But we're really good in press last year. Why are we not playing press? Oh, Chris, what brain. do you think? 
I think uh, it all boils down right now to AA Ron, and yeah. I, I'm I'm not ready to give Blue Moon a pass. <laughs> uh, if we got to change some things at home, let's fucking change some things at home. But we got to get our head in this goddamn football game, and I'm not ready to just like Lafleur sucks. I think Lafleur's calling run plays. Aaron Rodgers needs to run the fucking football. And if they're if it is Lafleur and he's calling pass plays, run the fucking football, AA Ron. Yeah. For fuck's sake, let these receivers <laughs> get the feel of it. I mean, they're good. They're good receivers. It's just not Devontae's not there. But Aaron fucking Jones is there. Jesus Christ. I don't even know why we got to say that. Like, do they not know what they have back there? Yeah. Because it's a two-headed monster. I, it's what everybody loves. It's the Kareem Hunt uh, Chubb situation. Yeah. They're just not running the fucking football. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers right now is my my biggest problem on the on the team. of. He, Dev, there's no Devontae, so why why does every throw feel like you're like, <gasps> there's one person on the planet that can make that catch, bro. You know? He's not here. Yeah, I mean, it just he's special. Like Stop. Everything doesn't have to be over 12 yards when you're throwing the ball, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of success throwing it short and yeah. running. Hey, the Tom ball. Brady built a career on it. Mm -hmm. Just take what they're giving you, man. <laughs> yeah, like that fourth, that fourth and two. If you look at the all 22 film, AJ Dillon easily gets a first down there if he just gets the ball. But no, we have to throw you, fade to Lazard. Like what? Did you watch the all 22? Uh, yeah, I watched the all 22 for that play. I haven't I've, seen the I full. Watched, I haven't watched the all 22 yet. But. How covered was Lazard on that play too? It it's was not like it was an easy catch. It was blanketed. There's no way he's going to catch that because because there's first of all there's two people running at you how are you going to fit the mm -hmm. ball into the hole uh and then second he's being covered by a guy and i don't yeah. uh, unless you throw a perfect ball it's going to be a really really tough contested catch whereas aj Dillon has a, a giant hole in the middle of the defense to get him three yards at least he probably scores there to be honest if you look at the, the film well here's my problem is it's just when randall cobb is your de facto number one from just the way that he's produced, the relationship with Aaron Rodgers. We haven't seen a whole lot from Lazard that has made you think stand out number one. I mean, he is what he does, but he's not the focal point. We don't have any other receivers. All the hype you can want to put on a rookie, there's at some point all these walls are going to be hit, you know, and you got to roll with those punches. And we're in that little lull right now with the Watson injury again. And uh, and Dubs finding out what happens with him, but he, I think overall, uh, number twelve just got to tone it down. We just got to say, hey, we don't have those kind of receivers, and we got to utilize the tools. It's just it's 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 killing us. I don't know. Anyways, guys, uh, it's about time we wrap this puppy up. Uh, Eric, Chris, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, I mean, is there something you guys wanted to plug that we didn't even get to because we just got into this uh, dark road of the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> <laughs> no, we listed uh we listed all our shows at the beginning at Patriots Pod on the Twitter. I'm at PSR host guy, Chris is at PSR producer. Um Patriot Sports Radio, you can find on any and all podcast platforms. Yes. Wake and Rake and the Football Super Podcast are live streams and the Football Super Podcast is also in podcast form. Obviously, it's called the podcast. Um, before we get out of here, I absolutely refuse to leave until we talk about 
the dragons for a couple of minutes. Oh what my god! Play? I was gonna I was gonna wait until you guys were done, and then and then I'd get get these guys on. Oh, dude, now let's this talk. week's episode I had to cut short before I we started recording, so I didn't see the last. 30 minutes of this oh, week's episode oh, it looks man, like it's shit. really getting oh, rolling yes. the first few episodes yes. were slow moving i'm like who are these people then we made the time jump i wasn't i wasn't involved i wasn't invested enough to really care about the time jump i'm like you guys might lose me with this uh-huh. but last week they pulled me back in now you're saying that i I should go home and I should finish this episode before so, I go to bed. Ooh. So what happened there? Like, like I've, I'm trying to think about yeah, a certain moment you? that happened. I, and I, I, I don't know see... if it happened at the beginning 30 minutes or the last 30 minutes. So the, the last thing that happened before I left was that son of a bitch said what we were all thinking. Uh, Those yeah, kids okay. are bastards. Yeah. Will and Smith, then crossed, baby. And then he <laughs> crossed, really crossed the line and uh, got his head chopped in half. Got what I Smith loved about it. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> this king who an utter failure. The guy has done nothing remarkable in his whole life. Yes. Somehow climbs out of bed with actual holes in him <laughs> and walks through this room. I That made me happy. I'm like, all right, I am back in. This is yeah. great. Yeah. Well, you're, you're in for some nice last 30 minutes here because after that is really good. Yeah, uh, there's a dinner for two hours on to go to, and uh, that dinner scene is going to set up a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, well, let me <laughs> nerd out from the book uh, perspective here. It gets wild, and I'm surprised that they included. I didn't know that they were going to include that scene because it was a pretty big scene in the book. Um, but it is just unbelievable, and I don't want to spoil it for Eric. But I mean, everything. These next two episodes, like the next episode could be a part of this book that just kind of shit blows up or if it's in the finale like things uh, things you you're gonna go back eric and you're gonna watch the whole season again because you're gonna say what it was so good at the end what did i miss and not understand in the beginning i have to i have to watch the episode then watch them explain to me what just happened at the end of the episode yeah (laughs) then i watch it again with that information and yeah. that second viewing is is when it all makes sense to me. Yeah. Because yeah, there's good. a lot of conversations. And also, everybody's name, all the women's names start with <laughs> R-A and they end in H. And all the men's names start with V and they end in S. I can't do Rhaenyra and Rivera and Renara. Aegon, Aemon, Damon. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. But I thought this was going to be dollar store Game of Thrones. I was upset like every game of thrones fan with how they did the last season or so uh-huh. but it is not it is yeah. not now that they've developed some characters and some plot lines yeah we're i would like 33 percent more dragons yes but me other too. than that i'm i'm happy me too and, i'm and, sure we'll get them soon yeah and i think that's why the, if, if what happens if they put it all in in the next two episodes there, there's going to be some wild dragon stuff going on but i just love how the time jumps have not affected me negatively um, in regards to being drawn out of the storyline or not believing the characters are who they were. Just because they were kids and the jumps, and you're like, hey, good enough. But Eamon's a bad mofo. You know? Yeah, he's, he looks insane. He's a, he's a bad mofo. Mm-hmm. Man, so and I thought he was the younger. He is the younger brother of Aegon, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, he not going to be the king. He's not yeah, going to he be the king. He looks older than him. So yeah, he does look. Um, older. But so but I was is... looking it up, and they said that's how it's supposed to be because he's like this much bigger, yep. 
much more dangerous guy. Yeah. This delinquent child, Aegon, is the one who's going to grow up to be the mad king that we heard about in Game no. of Thrones. No? Nope. No. Yeah, that's no. way okay. later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ares is. That the, was Ares. Uh, yeah. the oh, Ares. see? Sorry. Again with the names. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. And his son, uh, and his son had the last Aegon, Jon Snow. Spoiler alert, man! Oh man! Okay. See, this is why I gotta watch. I gotta watch the end of this episode, and then I gotta watch them explain to me what just happened. Oh, it's fantastic! (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so good though. I just think though, I I think they've done a good enough job investing viewers into what season two and season three could be because, oh. It, it, it's it's dragons like it's fucking oh. dragon madness and the storyline stealing go, dragon eggs was that a oh. did they steal those or was that like nope nope that was from damon's dragon okay oh. so that's all his, his dragon yep yep okay that's awesome yeah and they uh they i thought he stole it too <laughs> Yeah, no. I don't watch TV shows. I watch football, and then for <laughs> yeah. two hours a week, I watch Dragons. That's yeah. it. I don't know why I pay for the I pay for the sports cable package so I can watch all the football. But other than that, it's gathering information about football, writing down what I think about mm-hmm. football, and then saying what I think about football. Yeah. Hey, we didn't touch. Uh, uh, I don't want to go too much more on on the Dragon talk. I don't want to spoil the last thirty minutes for you because it's gonna, yeah, it's yeah. fucking incredible. Let's cut it off right there. But. How are your fantasy teams doing, Eric? I mean, how many teams number one do you have, and how are they doing? Because let me just, beside note here, Sean and I are in one league together. He beat the shit out of me, like 80 to 138, you know, and um, week one. All of my fantasy teams have taken a dramatic turn for the better, and it is pretty exciting to be on. How have your fantasy teams kind of evolved with, like, the injuries and everything else, and how many teams, and give me the, give me the rundown. Well, I put myself in a real hole out of the gate because I really believed in and heavily invested in Kyle Pitts and Allen Robinson. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I'm still trying to navigate the Kyle Pitts thing. I traded for him in Dynasty. So, I mean, we're we're stuck with him. Um, But, yeah, kind of now that I've got Kamara back, doing better, starting to figure out, you know, what's going on. So I think I'm... What am I? I'm two and three in the league for the championship belt that I'm in with Chris. And then I think the dynasty squad is also two and three, but now they're starting to come on. So I feel like we'll win the championship there. Chris (laughs) and I are on a fantasy football reality show called the trenches put on by armchair athletics. And we're up to possibly, hopefully three and two in that league. It depends what Josh Jacobs does tonight, but that's cool. They've got, 12 different people um we all get together on tuesday nights and record this show where we go through the results and they change the rules every week it's wild nice <laughs> they change the rules every week <laughs> oh there's game breakers it's a it's a it's a it's a tv show so it's a fantasy football challenge so every week's a new challenge no that's funny that's I'm knee deep into the Senate and house race, trying to figure out where to put my money here. (laughs) I'm trying to bet the futures on the Senate and the house. Sorry. (laughs) Good luck on that, man. I don't have any inside tips there, but, uh, Hey guys, appreciate you coming on. It is, uh, it's been a fun one and I'm just, uh, I'm over this whole, uh, fire everybody in green Bay, burn it all down. I'm just, uh, I'm ready for a little more optimism this week. So uh, we got the jets coming up. Let's uh, spread that optimism. Andy, give us your parting words here, buddy. 
yeah, uh, it's time to put it together. It's time for the Packers to stop messing around. It's time for them to start beating up on teams. Uh, I, I said I wasn't going to predict a blowout, but you know what? Screw it. <laughs> Packers are going to drop 35 this week. The Jets are going to be lucky to score 10. That's you it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Voodoo, baby. Voodoo. ARD, good seeing you, buddy. Always, always fun. And thanks to the Patriot Sports Boys for coming on. Oof. Always a blast Anytime. as well. Yeah. I mean, so you, guys much fun. Are, you guys are fucking fire every time you're on the mic, you know? Yeah, I mean, come on guys, all the time. We love just, hanging out with you guys. You guys are just a, This uh, is my favorite show. A good real. hang. You guys <laughs> burn it down. You don't even give a shit. It's just, uh, it's raw and I love it. I mean, this is the week that we needed you on, actually. I mean, this kind of loss is just, you know. This was a good frustration that we got to yeah. let out today. So I hope feel everybody like we exercised some things tonight. Hell yeah. <laughs> Needed that. I feel like everybody out there listening, you know, hopefully you guys got to exercise it with us. So make sure you're following us at Acme Packers Pod on Twitter. Make sure you're following Andy at Andy APAC. Make sure you're following ARD at AR Doppelganger. And fellas, appreciate you guys joining us uh make sure you're following the patriot sports network everything they're doing man it's just a lot of fun they're great people and uh they got all of our best interests in heart right and with that sean take us out of this mess acme army stop tagging me and stuff about frank on twitter i'm not the guy from germany it looks like Aaron Rodgers. Every single time they show him on TV, you guys tag me. You're like, oh, I saw you on TV. No, you didn't. Nope. No, you <laughs> that didn't. guy doesn't look as much like Aaron Rodgers as you do either. I don't. Like, I like, yeah, don't think I look like him at all. Like that, mo- I guess, kind of. But like, I, I, we look different enough to where if you just look at my profile picture, you can see that I'm not him. <laughs> um, but. You know, it's fun anyway. Um, there may be, though, there is talks. So look out for it on Twitter if it all comes to fruition. There are talks of a doppelganger versus doppelganger live stream Madden competition. <laughs> put on by by someone that works with EA. So, like, it could be, like, a fun little thing. Um, uh, Eric, hoping to do Eric, it for can charity. We a, can we get a money line uh, set up for that one? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need some bets on that one. So look out for that one. Otherwise, yeah. it's comeback season. It's not really comeback season. We're 3-2. and two. We're an above 500 football team. If this is the worst it gets, then so be it. Because we're about to kick the shit out of the Jets. And then we're going to go kick the shit out of everyone else we play. I'm looking at you, Buffalo. <laughs> gonna make you know you, we're going to make you wish you were playing Tua again. <laughs> you know what best thing for us it's the reality check we needed yep <laughs> we yeah sometimes you just need a reality check and i don't know about the rest of the packer fans out there but i am convinced that the packers are going to win the super bowl until the exact moment that they are mathematically eliminated from winning the super bowl <laughs> so with that as always go pack go